we'd like to welcome you back to part four of our current event and weekly Bible study for uh, June 3rd, 2012. Continuing on, uh, this next one is entitled Satanism and Human Sacrifice in, Amer- in America Today uh, Pamela Ray, by Pamela Ray Shufert. Um, uh, the Satanists in the mountains of North Carolina are never shy about announcing their presence. In fact, they have often let it known and they are quite proud of their exploits. But then why not? The jewel of Asheville, North Carolina is the famed Biltmore Estate. Former home of the great Illuminati Satanist millionaire George Vanderbilt, in his Illuminati mansion, one large room contains a coven's table with 13 seats on either side. On the door is a plaque with the words, Assemblage of the Gods. Did we see that? We took a tour of that, but I don't remember that. You, we saw that? You saw it. We took a tour there a long time ago, before I knew that it was even satanic. My parents were up, brought us up here around this, um, in December. And um, we took a tour of it at night. Talk about creepy. It's got gargoyles on it. and I mean, I'm telling you, there were some dark halls there that you could just, <laughs> you could just absolutely 100% sense pure evil. Uh, in a lot of that place. Um, anyway, indeed the Satanists of Asheville and elsewhere all consider themselves to be little gods under themselves. And it will re- be reported that the covens, covens often meet in this room by night to discuss how they will bring forth the coming Luciferic New World Order. See, I don't remember all the details, but Taylor's got, Taylor remembers that actual room. It was chained off. She's saying the, the table with the 13 chairs and the assembly. She remembers seeing the sign, the assemblage of the gods. So, yeah. And they're actually still meeting in the room to discuss how they'll bring forth the coming Luciferic New World Order. So, you know. <sighs> say, say, uh, satanic imagery is built directly into the architecture itself. Uh, in fact, one of the great recruiting tactics includes the deceptive and soul-damning enticement of... You too can be part of the rich, elite, and powerful. Money can be yours. Power can be yours. Why will we even hand you a blank check? And you can fill it out for any amount you want. But here's the catch. Just sell your uh, precious soul and eternal soul to Satan and become his wretched slave and spend eternity screaming for relief in the unending flames of agony. That's the only catch. Well, I mean, apart from being saved, you know, people are going to go to hell anyway. But obviously, if you're actually literally doing Satan's bidding, punishment is greater. And with all its diabolical eye anyway, anyhow, the vast majority of Satanists are wretchedly poor, miserable, and unfulfilled losers in the world. Satan's eternal enemy of the uh, eternally wonderful Almighty God is nothing to give but heartache, uh, sickness, tragedy, and deception leading to eternal damnation. Beware of his lying enticements. And here's a picture of Asheville Mall, the inside of it. This recruiting tactic was attempted on my personal friend, who was, now this is the lady writing the article, who was a security guard for the large Asheville Mall off of Tunnel Road. The owner at that time, did we go there too? I'm trying to remember if we went there. Anyway, I don't remember, but the owner at the time was well-known high-level Satanist in the Asheville area. Calling my friend into his office one day, the owner pulled the recruitment tactic on him, not realizing my friend was a Christian and a former satanic crime investigating police officer in Virginia. My friend caught on immediately and said, wait a minute, you're not one of those devil people, are you? To which the owner of the mall smiled and replied, well, now, we don't think of ourselves uh, in that way, but... (laughs) 
so my friend, realizing his tactics, excused himself and refused to work there any longer. But indeed, it would appear outwardly these Satanists are rich, elite, and powerful, not only in Asheville, but throughout the nation. Now, in, in that particular case, if he got the security officers at a particular mall who a Satanist owned, think about, that would be just an amazing way that you could literally abduct people. Oh, somebody's lost, or somebody wandered into the mall. And all of a sudden, the Satanic security guards which is why there's always policemen and these types of people on the payroll of Satanists, because it's one more way they can literally abduct people or cover up crime. And you have to understand, this is they put themselves in these positions so that they can do this. So, we don't think that way as normal human beings, but they do. This is part of their religion. So going further, um, let's see here. These, these rich and powerful Satanists are not just um, only in Asheville, but throughout the nation. Such Satanists decided to announce their presence and future intentions under martial law to my Christian friends one day. Now, they talk a lot about martial law, and I'm sure hearing a lot about martial law and all the things that I've been reporting on lately, that it could be a number or a myriad of different things where this is going to be imposed. And this is what they have been waiting for. Martial law in America. So, you see, every Satanist Illuminati member worth their title knows the dark underlying truth about the New World Order. The New World Order is simply Satan's manifest kingdom on earth, where Satan Lucifer foolishly attempts to replace God Almighty, bolstered up by his equally foolish followers, composing Satan's kingdom. Satanists, which, um, Satan's kingdom, which are Satanists, Illuminati, the craft, the brotherhood, etc. The Illuminati communists are the original plotters of the trigger of the, quote, trigger martial law to destroy the Constitution, kill off all Christians, and usher in our New World Order agenda scheme. As former Satanists and the Illuminati admitted to me, they couldn't wait to get their hands on Christians and other New World Order resistors under martial law and ruthlessly destroy them. This is why Satanists, the Illuminati, communists, plan to help the government round up Christians under martial law. See, understand that. When martial law is imposed, it's not just going to be some nice guy coming for you. It's most likely going to be either a foreign troop who could care less about killing you and may want to kill you because you're a, you know, a disgusting American in his eyes, and or a combination of, of satanic, um, or satanists, or Illuminati, or whoever else, my, or mind control slaves and these types of people, satanic super soldiers, are going to help the government round up Christians under martial law and throw them into boxcars with shackles and send them into FEMA death camps. Just like, and again, the churches are going to be helping this whole process because they're totally yoked up with the government through their 501c3 status, as I abundantly demonstrated before and have in the other teachings that I posted that you can access in the PDF near the start of the study. So you understand, it's going to be one big satanic group effort. And the so-called churches are going to be the main ones that are going to be turning the Christians over to their executioners. And then probably when they've done all that they can do, then the past, then they'll take the pastors and their family and they're going to kill them too. Because they're not going to be spared either. They think they might be spared. Now, if they were Satanists to begin with, sure. But other than that, they're not going to be spared. Um, just like the Bolshevik communists sent Christians to gulags by prisoner trains for many decades throughout Russia and the former Soviet Union, Hated by the New World Order Satanists are the Christian pro-lifers. 
Why do you think communist New World Order Homeland Security list lists Christian pro-lifers as terrorists? That's how they list pro-life people. It, I was part of a pro-life group in Asheville, North Carolina region for many years. The leader, now this is in Asheville, North Carolina, the leader, Mick, of Life Ad- Advocates, admitted to me that one day his pro-life picketers had experienced quite a run-in with Asheville Satanists. We were picketing in front of an abortion clinic in Asheville when about 200 young people dressed in satanic black robes and pagan jewelry came up to us with banners counter-picketing counter us and they looked evil. Now I've got a picture of one of these banners. And it reads, Behold your future executioners. It's the Red and Anarchist Action Network. And they've got like this Soviet-style sickle and uh, thing with the backdrop of a black star in the background, like a pentacle, not exactly a pentagram, but a pentacle, which is a cult, five-pointed star, on a red background. Um, And yeah, it's real evil. They were chanting over and over, out loud, Behold your future executioners. So you got 200 Satanists in black robes with pagan jewelry on coming up to you, counter-protesting pro-lifers saying, Behold your future executioners. Their signs also contain these words. And for two hours, they surrounded us and chanted this strange incantations. What they, what they all needed to do right then is get on their knees and pray that God would judge between them and these black-robed devils. I mean, it's, it's almost like when the prophets of Baal, you know, and Elijah, and that, that's how I view that. I view that like, okay, it's go time. Let's see whose God is really greater. But see, these people, unfortunately, it doesn't sound like they had a clue what was going on. I, I, I'm not, I mean, that's wonderful what they're doing. They're picketing. But this is like, to me, this is what it's all about. 200 black robe Satanists? Whose God's bigger? Let's see. Because I view that like a situation like, okay, how can God get maximum glory here? How can the most people possibly get saved as a result of what God's going to do at this venue? I mean, it's like, it's like David when he went against Goliath and he said this uncircumcised dog brings railing accusations against the Lord God Almighty. Who is this uncircumcised dog? That's how I view them. Not to say I don't want them to get saved. I'm just saying they need to have a real dose of fear of God. What if God mightily manifested in that particular environment in such a way that he chose, because it's not up to me to decide how God is going to deal with a particular situation, but that great whatever God did, great fear fell upon all those that witnessed what happened that day. And many were converted That's what I'm talking about. That's what I believe and expect to see happening in the future. I I really do. I mean, just that whole concept of this is what fires me up. It's like, oh man, that would have been a tremendous opportunity for God to to just... But unfortunately, it didn't seem like they had a clue what was going on, the Christians there. They they just, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't want to say they dropped the ball, but it's like almost like, oh, they didn't they didn't even know what was what was going on. They were confused. 
when I asked Mick if he and the Christians understood what the Satanists and pagans were communicating to them, he admitted he did not. He didn't even know what was going on. See, again, we're destroyed for lack of knowledge. We're not to be ignorant of Satan's devices lest he get an advantage of us. See, they know how real the actual spiritual battle is, these Satanists. The people, the Christians picketing out front of the pro-life, I don't think they really did. And again, I don't mean to say that to indict them because they're doing way more than most Christians. I just wish they could have, you know, got on their knees right then and went to war. Who knows what the Lord would have done. I want to see God's, I just, I just want to see the Lord glorified. I want to see his, his fear fall. We need God's fear. We need the fear of God on this nation more than anything. The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom, understanding, knowledge. The angel of the Lord campeth about them that fear him and delivereth them. If we had a nation that truly feared God, we could, we could turn God's judgment. Because fear, when you fear God, you will humble yourself before God. Humility and fear of God would be the only hope for this nation. That would convert many. I want to see God's name, I want to see the Lord Jesus Christ and Father God glorified. That's my goal, to see many converted. To me, this would have been like the ideal situation to have that happen. I mean, it was just like prime. Hey, here they come. Normally, these devils are in the shadows. Normally, they won't have the backbone to actually come out. But see, they're so powerful in Asheville, they figure, well, hey, we're going to come out and we're going to show those Christians and we're going to get right in their face and we're going to show them we're your future executioners. Fear us. No, you fear God. That's, that's my future. When this is over, when contending for truth is, is, is gone, and this is that that's my that's what I'm gonna be doing. I know it. I'm I'm really I'm really eager. I, I, I can't wait. Part of me just can't wait. I am so sick of just <laughs> the way that evil is portrayed as it's more powerful. I am so sick of it. It's not. Our God created the universe. He created all those Satanists that think they're so tough. And these Luciferians and these pedophiles that defy God and shake their fist at God. And do these types of things. They are nothing compared to the Lord Jesus Christ and Father God. He created the universe. He makes the sun burn and the earth spin and, 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 the, and frame the stars in the sky and the galaxies. We're nothing compared to him. Who do they think they are? Those days are coming. I really believe we're upon them. I can't wait. I, I'm serious. I, I just, I, I just, I feel like this is all fake. This world we're living in, almost. It's almost like, you know, it'd be better for things to really just 
go and, and, for, and for the linchpin to, to, to get pulled and the dam to break and just let things go and let God's judgment come down. And at least people, a lot of people are going to get saved, hopefully, when they literally see God being glorified and they literally see the power of God manifesting. Many will be converted. Many will be converted that cannot get converted in the current environment, in the current society we live in, because this is a fantasy world. What's real is what I just talked about. Thousands of people being sacrificed every day. The majority of them being children. That's real. Our perspective's all wrong. For the most part. I'm not indicting my listeners. I'm just saying for the most part, our perspectives are just, generally speaking, just totally fabricated and wrong. People are worrying about, you know, the NBA or pro football or Kim Kardashian or whatever. The Grammys or Madonna or Lady Gaga and all this garbage that doesn't even matter. And there's little children that are being sacrificed on satanic altars and they have this gigantic plan to kill every single Christian and they think they're going to come and steamroll every single Christian and that we're just going to all go down and we're going to just going to go like sheep to the slaughter and God's not going to preserve a remnant and that is not true because he is. And he's going to use the remnant mightily, those that will agree to fight in the way he instructs them to fight. I'm not talking about going around and killing people and blowing people up and stuff like that. I'm talking about in the way God instructs them to fight this war that's coming. And if you die, you die. Absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. I'm just so angry about all the stuff that, that I'm having to get into, particularly today. It's just, it's a righteous indignation. Be ye angry and sin not. Righteous indignation is an attribute of God. And the fact that you'd have 200 black robed Satanists that come out and think they're big and bad, and they go and they get in these, I, I, I wish I could have been there. Oh, I want to see God. I want to see it. I don't want, it's not about me. It's about, I want to see God's name glorified. I want to see fear fall on them. I want to see the fear of God in their eyes and they understand what they're really dealing with and they understand that they're actually on their way to hell and they understand that they're on the losing side. That's what my desire for them would be. And the ones that get converted that are Satanists, they make some of the best Christians ever because they're, they, they've been on the dark side. They know what the actual other side's all about. So, uh, when I asked Mick if he and the Christians understood what the Satanists and pagans were communicating to them, he admitted he did not. How can he not understand what they are trying to communicate to them? We're your future executioners? How clear could they make it? Nor would most Americans understand this either without researching Satanism and martial law. I patiently sat down and explained to him what my research had uncovered regarding both Satanism and the coming martial law and the role of America's Satanists would play in the coming Christian persecution. 
Mick, the Satanists of this region were actually being generous to you Christians. They were announcing to you their future intentions for when the martial law comes down across the nation. For, in fact, as they have explained to me personally, they will play a large role in the rounding up of Christians and other resistors as defined by the corrupt government and their subsequent termination under martial law. Under martial law, it will be open hunting season for Christian and patriot resistors of the Luciferic New World Order. Now, you have to understand, this lady that's writing this article has been saying this for like at least 10 years about martial law. And now we're right on the cusp of it. Mick was silent as these words were slowly impressed into his mind. In fact, my research has uncovered the reality of FEMA boxcars and shackles already found in place in Asheville for the coming hour of martial law, as confirmed by several former Satanists involved in the preparation for martial law in that region. Now here's a picture of the old train station at Biltmore Village. You probably recognize this. Talking to Taylor. I questioned one former Satanist, Jericho, and he admitted that such boxcars were indeed in the area in back of Biltmore Village, which is having to do with the Biltmore Estate, which we talked about earlier, behind large fenced-off areas. Yes, you are correct. Asheville has their prisoner boxcars with shackles ready for martial law. And yes, they have shackles and guillotines on, you you report on. They've got the guillotines on the boxcar. Okay? You know how the Bible talks about Revelation that they that were beheaded for the you know word of God and these types of things? Well, they've got them. But our boxcars have one more thing, he said, the Satanist. He said, one more thing, as if the shackles and the horrific military guillotines weren't enough already? I rolled my eyes and I replied sarcastically as I looked at him. Oh, and what would that be? Satanic altars? He actually smiled as he replied, looking surprised, saying, how did you know? So some of these boxcars, he's claiming, has actually satanic altars in combination with the guillotines and the shackles on the boxcars. And then I said, huh? I was only being sarcastic, a little grim humor, but I realized then that was he was being serious. I looked directly into his eyes and quickly responded. I admit with some anger... Um, and said, because I know the nature of these Satanists in these mountains, I have fought them for years, and nothing is too evil for them to do. So, they even plan to sacrifice these poor Christians arrested under martial law before they reach the FEMA death camp's life. Actually, they're probably doing them a favor. Because once you get to the death camp, it's only going to get worse. The best thing you could happen is if you, if you got into one of those is to have a quick death. A one, and then it goes on to say, a one more sacrifice to Satan to get power to bring down the New World Order, eh? See, that's what they believe. They believe that every sacrifice is one more thing, you know, to, to, get, to get the New World Order going. Uh, surprised that I knew all this, he replied again. Yes. Let me go further. I know that he was speaking the truth because he was my father's former satanic high priest in Virginia Beach, Virginia, over uh, so many years ago. Years ago, I was forced into this battlefield against Satanism and the New World Order because my famous uh, United States Air Force father foolishly succumbed to the satanic recruitment tactics because they do a lot of this in the army and the military, like I said. He was brainwashed by the New World Order military ideology in the United States Air Force and the Pentagon. Remember the Pentagon? Very, very wicked pentagram structure. It's literally an occult structure, the Pentagon. Okay? And oh, how my family 
and I suffered so deeply for the years as a result of his sin. He would come home from the Pentagon making cruel statements to intimidate my Christian mother and I, such as, quote, everyone who believes in God should be sent to concentration camps. Well, what does the Bible say? The fool has said in his heart there is no God. Okay, but anyway, then it goes on to say, the pain that would fill my heart was indescribable. As he made these statements such as these, even I was attending Bible college and serving God. In fact, I was fighting Satanism and the New World Order within my very own family and home. Long before America had ever reached this place that she now is at, perched precariously on the edge of the abyss of a martial law, I was forced into a spiritual battlefield I never wanted to be in. I was compelled to understand painful things I never wanted to learn, and finally convicted to write reports to my fellow Americans about Satanism and their New World Order that I never really wanted to write. Truthfully, I wanted to be like moons of other typical American Christians. Happy families, loving daddies, walking into blissful ignorance while living in Christian fantasy land. Which is what I just mentioned earlier. I wanted to write happy stories wherein the subjects lived happily ever after. But that was never to be. Instead, God in his infinite wisdom and for his sovereign purposes permitted everything that has happened in my life, life to happen, knowing it would someday be turned into a testimony for his glory. And that that would also be used someday to compel me to expose the New World Order wickedness and warn my fellow Americans. This is deep, dark stuff, folks. This is not mere secondhand information info surfed on the net. You need to understand this. No one outside the Illuminati and the Satanists and the New World Order communists is ever supposed to know these dark plans, ever. My father was an insider. His high priest was an insider. Many of the people I have interviewed are former insiders who have put their lives utterly at risk to warn America of the truth. Some of the readers are Satanists, some are CIA, some are military intelligence, and they all know these things are true. And I know some things, some are thinking as they read these reports and shake their heads like, yeah, it's all true, but are you crazy? The kind of report, this kind of report makes enemies. They will kill you for telling uh, this in public. No, I'm not crazy. I'm simply one honest Christian woman who knows the truth, the horrible, sickening, heartbreaking truth that has repeatedly broken my heart and driven me to my knees repeatedly for many years now with every report I am compelled to write exposing their accursed New World Order insanity plan for my precious America. Let me state the following for all the world to read. As long as even one of my precious fellow Christian and patriotic Americans are endangered by their maniacal and genocidal New World Order agenda for my nation, I will give my life and all that I, and all that I hold dear to forewarn my people. God help me if I could ever prefer my own life and safety over the lives of untold millions of my endangered fellow Americans in this desperate hour. I mean, what an awesome, godly uh, attitude she's got. To illustrate the, the sheer brazenness of these Asheville Satanists, I will share with you how one Halloween they had one of these FEMA boxcars pulled out of storage and actually put on public display. According to an eyewitness in the area, um, they decorated the, the boxcar's interior with Halloween decorations and then they charged admission, calling it Haunt House. They... they the one they used even had a guillotine displayed in it. But see, they dress it up for Halloween. They say, oh, it's just whatever. Okay. Yes, the very military guillotine that will be used to behead Christians in such boxcars under martial law. I've heard they're spring-loaded. From what I've heard, they're, they're not like the guillotines you see like back in ancient England. They're literally a lot more compact and they're spring-loaded so that the, the, um, they're not using the literal weight of the blade to chop your head off. There's an actual springs involved that they're probably a cocking mechanism where they're doing this. 
uh, going further, it says they were advertised in the local paper, the Asheville Citizen Times. Yet, under martial law, they will be used in earnest to haul arrested Christians, patriots, and others to their brutal deaths in death camps of North Carolina that will be activated. I was incredulous when I heard that report from a Christian friend. Two former Satanists from Asheville, one with an evangelistic ministry nationwide now, and the other, his cousin, both admitted to me that my research in Asheville was accurate and that Satanists of that region couldn't wait for martial law to be declared. Admitted Richard Morgan, now deceased, of Loving Hearts Ministry, he said, quote, All the things you have reported on regarding Satanists in Asheville and martial law are true, and martial law it is. He admitted this while hosting a crusade at Bradenton Christian Retreat in Florida, where my wonderful Christian mother worked at, at the time. Richard was a former Satanist assassin biker for many years before coming to Christ. I mean, if anybody's going to know, it's going to be those guys. <laughs> you know, I mean, they've been there, done it. Sadly, even when Christians have the wicked intentions of the Satanists of America proclaimed before their very eyes, which is, quote, behold your future executioners, many still don't get it. That's kind of what I was saying earlier. In fact, it was reported to me that even some churches took their kids to see this haunt house FEMA boxcar with the guillotine in it and took, it, took them into the boxcars with the shackles as a form of Halloween amusement. Please, click on, if you know what Halloween's all about, click on my teaching here called Halloween, Human Sacrifice, Stonehenge, and the Wicker Man. It's right here. It's going to be on page uh, 18 or 19 of the PDF for this teaching. Um, this is the equivalent of the Nazi-era Jews being charged in mission to go into Hitler's death camp trains. Don't you get it, American church? Sadly, many won't get it until they are brutally arrested, led away to FEMA boxcars with shackles of the New World Order to ultimately die for their faith in the death camps of America. Oh, and also, just remember, Hitler used the church the same way they're going to use it here in America. The churches were absolutely in lockstep with Hitler with a lot of the things that actually ended up happening. And, and Hitler was the very one telling them to preach Romans 13 to the church and the misapplication that's being preached now, basically telling people, you know, turn over your guns, go to the death camps, do whatever the government tells you to do because they're of God. And that's not the case. Only if they're doing righteous things are they of God. And you have to read the full context of Romans 13. Here are my teachings on that. The U.S. churches, now part of FEMA Homeland Security Initiatives, um, concentration camps in the U in the USA. I've, I've given you four different teachings, and then the disturbing 501c3 corporate church report, and then another teaching I did on that. If you want to know about the FEMA death camps and how FEMA's yoked up with the churches. So, Christian readers and friends, don't say you were not warned. Please get it. Please wake up. Please prepare to defend your, your and protect your family and precious children from these New World Order Satanists when they come for you under martial law. Under martial law, do not surrender your weapons. Do not surrender your loved ones. Refuse to be taken alive to their FEMA boxcars and death camps. Defend your God-given right to life and freedom to the very end. Now, if you don't believe that, I did a teaching recently on the biblical resistance to tyranny. Biblical resistance to tyranny. I'll give you the link to that. There's tons of documentation and two other teachings that Pastor John Weaver did on that particular concept. I mean, don't tell me that it's biblical for let to, to let some Satanist come into your house and to rape and kill your daughters and your family and just to sit idly by and do nothing. Don't tell me that's biblical because it's not. You are neither spiritual 
you are under neither spiritual nor moral compulsion to meekly cooperate with these traitorous and brutal New World Order murderers in their planned persecution, torture, and destruction of you and your American heritage and your cherished Christian faith and your priceless freedom. Almighty God himself stands against Satan, his dark kingdom, his followers, his New World Order agenda, and his hordes of hell. And so, my Christian friends, so must you. I like the way she writes. Next, next and last final part, again, by Pam Schufer. Christians called by God to be destroyers of Satan's new world order. Well, where does it say that? Well, here, there's an excellent verse in the Bible declaring boldly and without apology. 1 John 3.8 For this purpose, the Son of God, Jesus Christ, was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. That's why he came to earth. I mean, obviously to save our soul, but this was also another gigantic thing. That he might destroy the works of the devil. He died on the cross to defeat him who had the power of death through sin, which was Satan. And the enemy, and the Bible declares that Jesus Christ has given us the power over all the works of the enemy um, and Satan. And to tread them beneath our feet. Behold, I give you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. Let me just... Okay. Declaring Jesus Christ to his disciples, the word of God further declares, resist Satan and he shall flee from you. Now let me make the statement. There's no greater work of Satan manifested across the face of this earth than the new world order. Satan's manifest kingdom on earth. Just see Revelation 13. Although it has already been manifested itself in part through the global globalist communism, the worst is yet to come. And that is why I am constantly exhorting the body of Christ in North America to be prepared. The Bible exhorts us constantly with verses such as, We are not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. Yet I constantly testified to the church in America and worldwide that many of us are very ignorant of Satan's devices in our nation. And what you don't know uh, cannot only hurt you, it can rise up and kill you. And that is exactly what Satan and his followers intend for the Church of America, for Christians to be caught off guard, as martial law comes down, their new world order agenda is to be implemented by force. And for Christians to be arrested and taken away to be killed in death camps of Satan's new world orders as resistors of the new world order. Jesus Christ declares the thief, meaning Satan, comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I am come that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The guillotines um, uh, Satan and his followers intend to use to come as a thief in the night. To arrest, to rape, to torture, to kill millions of unsuspecting Christians in the name of implementing their new world order agenda. The guillotines are prepositioned nationwide. The FEMA military death camps are in place. The prisoner boxcars and shackles are in place. This nation's Satanists are scoffing at the ignorant, naive Christians who foolishly voted in one of their own into leadership and upon whom they intend to descend like vultures when martial law is implemented. As I have discovered, they are laughing at the deceived Christians in this nation and lusting to get their hands on their family members, their possessions, their churches, to be secularized and to be seized by the state in FEMA and more. But again, what does the word of God say? Jesus was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. The Bible also declares that we are to resist him firmly. The Bible further declares having done all, stand. And that's in, also in reference to putting on the whole armor of God, see Ephesians 6. It does not state, flee with your tail between your legs, nor does it state, cower in their presence and allow Satan to trample over all you, your families, your freedoms, and your nation. If Jesus Christ is manifested to destroy Satan's works, 
who else can he be manifested through on earth but his people, like you and me? As he was, so are we in the world, declares the word of God. We are clearly called to destroy the works of the devil in this world and in our nation as well. Christians are in fact called to become more than resistors of Satan's new world, new world orders, but destroyers of Satan's new world order. For such new world order agenda supporters are poised across the nation and the world to steal, kill, and destroy. Remember, we're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ. They're poised to try to destroy Christianity from the face of the earth and to eradicate the true church in North America forever. They, now, granted, this would also apply everywhere, not just North America. Um, but that's where her ministry primarily is. They have devised every torture and torment and the coming crisis they can think of to cause Christians to lose heart, to be moved from their faith, and to deny Jesus Christ, as my research has abundantly uncovered. How many Christians in America and the worldwide have prepared their hearts and minds to resist these forces of end times darkness successfully? We are never called to merely sit back and allow Satan, the eternal enemy of God and his truth, and, and kingdom to rampage and destroy innocent lives unchallenged. Never. It will either be destroy Satan and his works or be destroyed by them instead. And God has given us the tools of spiritual warfare to move against Satan's kingdom and his works triumphantly. And he's given us the exhortation as well as faith without works is dead. In the future, friends, it will not just be a matter of prayer only or exercising faith only, but coupling faith, prayer, and the principles of spiritual warfare, uh, also fasting, with practical actions as well. Prepare for the battle. Now, um, I give you links to my teachings, uh, the biblical keys to deliverance and protection, and then also a teaching I did on 422.12 where we talked about um, Henry Groover and the prayer walker, and then also spiritual warfare remitting prayer uh, guidelines and all of the information as I always do is just given away for free in the PDFs for those particular teachings so you can print them out or reference them or look at them online um, but some of these things you really want to print out particularly the spiritual warfare remitting prayer guidelines I revised that um, after I listened to this interview from Henry Groover because I had put together a document about that before, but I revised it and updated it. So anyway, I give you the links to all that. You can click on, it's like one-stop shopping for all this stuff. For the Church of America will soon be battling Satan's forces of darkness for her very existence and the right to live in the times to come. This is truly a time of fasting and prayer and also a time for practical preparation to stand successfully against all the wiles of Satan and his New World Order legions of darkness as they prepare to literally destroy Christianity from American soil and from the face of the earth in the near future. May Jesus Christ be manifested in all of his people to destroy Satan's works both now and forevermore. Hallelujah for the Lord our God, um, the, the omnipotent reigneth, and the devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire. Daniel 12.9 says, And he said, Go thy way, Daniel, for the words are closed up and sealed till the end of time. Now, this is where we're at right now. Many of these mysteries in the Bible are being unsealed and more and being understood now because we are in the time of the end, as we had pointed out earlier. Then it goes on to say, and I got convicted about this, these Bible verses right at the end of the study. That's why I put them in there. Many shall be purified and made white and tried. But the wicked shall do wickedly, and none of the wicked shall understand. I mean, these people that are, that are that are wanting to kill little kids and kill Christians, and I mean they they don't understand that they're they're literally 
storing up God's wrath for the day of judgment and in 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 you know purchasing themselves more of God's fury in hell in the lake of fire. They they just don't get it. You know? They they think they're on the winning team and they're not. But it says many shall be purified and made white and tried. The Bible talks about that in Revelation too. About, you know, that exact same concept of being tried. And and a lot of this is going to be trying us. And a very, a very, very shortly, and you're, when you're tried and you're made white, you're purified. You're, you're, God burns away the dross and that type of thing. And uh, this is what we're in reference to. It's, it's the end times. And then Revelation twelve eleven says, and they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. They overcame Satan, the Christian overcomers. They overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. That's the ultimate solution. So I've given you a lot of tools in this particular teaching, a lot of other studies you can reference. Um, like I said, this is really more of, of, of two teachings together, but I wanted to present this all in the same week. So most likely, um, I'm going to revamp next week and then hopefully, Lord willing, come back the week after this one and, and start up again with the studies. Um, Lord willing. You never know in the, in the day and times we're living in. So I'll go ahead and, and I did finish here in enough time, so I'll close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this day and this time you've given us. I thank you, Lord God, for my listeners and for this ministry um, you, you've let um, me be in for these years. Um, I just pray, God, respectively for all of us, that your will would be done, Lord God, in our lives, on earth as it is in heaven, Lord. I, I pray that you bless the body of Christ, my listeners, their families, uh, their unsaved family members, Lord God, that their souls would be saved for it. Your will that not one would perish, but that all would come to repentance. That you would, um, God, that we would prepare in whatever manner that we need to prepare regarding the days and times that are coming, the dark days that are coming. That you would preposition us ahead of time, Lord, that we would be actually in a position of strength and not of weakness when the night cometh, when no man can work, that we would be able to be actually used mightily in the days and times to come, that you would use us mightily to expose the unfruitful works of darkness, to destroy Satan's kingdom, Lord God, to um, reach out and that your name would be glorified through us, that you would reach out through us, Lord God, and that many souls would be saved as a result of what you would do through the body of Christ, that you would forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form as uh, we forgive those who have sinned against us, Lord God, that you would intervene in all these all these occultists, Lord God, these Satanists, these Luciferians worldwide, Lord God, that you would intervene. You know who they are, Lord God, these pagans. I pray to God that you strip them bare of any and all witchcraft, protection, and powers that they may wield, that you would strip them bare, Lord God, that you would humble them unto death if necessary, Lord God, in order for their souls hopefully to be saved. And if not, Lord God, that by their deaths all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of his doing. That you would stop these sacrifices, Lord God, going on of these innocent children, Lord, of the babies, the mothers, the fathers, I mean, of the dads, of all these people, Lord, that are being 
sacrificed, the, these ones that are being kidnapped. I pray to God this be exposed. I pray to God you intervene in these cases, Lord God, and that they're not able to sacrifice these people, that they're not able to do this wickedness, Lord God, that you would convict the body of Christ to, um, or whatever might be going on on an underground basis too, God, through our military. I just pray to God that you intervene in every one of these situations, Lord God, and that you would stop this extreme, unbelievable wickedness and that, Lord God, those that are doing these things that can be saved, I pray to God that they would be converted and serve you, and serve the Lord Jesus Christ with their whole heart, Lord God, the rest of their days. I pray, that, Lord God, that your name would be glorified through us. And we praise you, Lord God. We thank you for all your goodness and your mercy. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.